And Xavier, which mic are you going to talk into? Uh, I think I'll use this one. All right. Are you ready for the season finale? No, I'm not. Let's do it. All right. Episode 10 coming down in three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to episode number 10 of Conversations with Myself. A journey of self-discovery. I'm Brent, and uh, I'm joined by the 12-year-old version of myself, minus the mullet. This is Xavier. Say hi, Xavier. Hi, Xa- hi Xavier. And if you're watching on the webcast, uh, we're bringing out all the big guns for this time. We have special guest stars, because we're calling this our season one season finale. So if you're watching on YouTube, uh, say hello to uh, Xavier's mom, my wife, Mandy, making her podcast webcast debut. Hi, Mandy. How does it feel to be on the podcast? I feel... Honored and awkward at the same time. Why do you feel awkward? I don't know. I've just never done a podcast before. You just talk. We just talk. And we uh, just have conversations with ourselves. Yes. <laughs> so we're calling this our uh, season finale. Um, we're going to come back with more episodes next year. But since the holidays are coming up and things are going to get busy, I thought we'd go ahead and kind of finish out the year with one more episode. And we've got uh, kind of a special reason for doing this episode because... Uh, big event coming up on Thursday. What's happening Thursday, Xavier? Well, well, we'll have my final day of school, a midterm. And I, I could have sworn there's one other thing. What was that thing? Oh, yeah, it's my birthday. Your birthday. So how old are you going to be? I'm going to be a 13-year-old. You are going to be 13 years old. So in honor of Xavier's birthday, uh, we're doing this very special episode today. Also, another guest star, Leroy, Leroy. making his podcast <laughs> debut. There's Leroy, if you're watching on the webcast. He doesn't really talk, so he may howl after all. He's, yeah, there's Leroy. <laughs> so we kind of came into this episode, usually Xavier and I pick a topic, and then we uh, kind of come up with questions for each other based on that topic. But today, uh, we didn't tell you what the topic was going to be, right? No, you did not. I'm completely so blind. you're coming in, um, have no idea what's going on. All right, so I'll give you a little backstory about what we're talking about today. Um Uh, Once we started doing this podcast, I thought, it's like one of those serendipitous things, it's one of those God things where um, I thought, how am I going to, because there's, it's kind of hard for me to to start this, but it's one of those things where um, I tried to figure out a way that I wanted to share something with you, and I I was like, how am I going to do this? And it's just one of those things that the opportunity kind of slapped me in the face with this podcast. And I initially set out to do it. I talked to your mom about it back in September. We just got too busy. And we're going to do this episode back in September before we went to see Jason Isbell, but it didn't work out. And then I started to think, well, let's uh, let's do it for around your birthday. It's kind of a, a perfect perfect timing kind of thing. So um, I'll set it up for you a little bit. So I'll, I'll kind of tell the story. I got a bunch of stuff. We may run a little bit long today, and that's all right. So I'll, I'll kind of set up the story. And as I go along... Mandy, just, you know, chime in with some other things that I may have forgotten. Okay. Okay? Um, So, about... I have a script, (laughs) because I didn't want to forget anything. So, um, about two weeks, two or three weeks before you were born, back in 2006, I sent out an email and a text to all of our family and friends, and I asked them, give me one song that you want Xavier to hear. It could be their favorite song, a song that inspired him or just something that they wanted to share with you. Uh, I, I told them, I said, give me the artist, give me the song. You don't have to give me the actual audio, just give me the, the song title, and I'll, I'll compile it. And the reason why I did this, I'm going to try my best not to break down this week because it's quite possible. The reason I did this is, you, I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast, how much I love music, right? Mm-hmm. So I was hoping that by doing this, you'd be exposed to different types of music and then, uh, more importantly, each song would help you establish a lifelong bond with the person who decided to pick out that song for you. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, so, over the next couple of weeks, family and friends, they sent the songs in. And about um, four or five days before you we were born, I took all those songs and I compiled it into one mix CD. And we called it XJH. I was calling you XJH before you were born. I called it XJH, Music is Love in Search of Words. And the cool thing is, if you know if you know me and music, I had all these songs in front of me. And if you like to do mixtapes or mix CDs or playlists, 
it was kind of like working a puzzle. I'm like, all right, how am I going to make all these songs flow so that it makes sense? And um, I was able to, I think, kind of put the track list together so it's almost like a journey through life. And once you play it, you'll kind of understand it. it'll make more sense to you. So uh, like I said, I was, I was trying to figure out, this is something that I've been, I did 13 years ago. And I've been kind of pondering, how am I going to present this to Xavier? What age am I going to give this to Xavier? And uh, when we started doing this podcast, I thought this is a perfect opportunity because we can do it. We've got the audio for it. We've got the video for it. So we can go back and we can see it in however many years. And you can, you know, when you hear us talk today, you can listen to us and maybe it'll make more sense as you get older or you can revisit it at another time. So this is kind of a, a cool thing. This is something that a project that is 13 years in the making. Do you remember any, do you have any recollections of when I brought this to you, Mandy? Did you, uh, oh, yeah. I thought it was a great idea. And I, I thought it was a great idea. Um, I thought that, uh, that it was, uh, you were, when I was pregnant, you were, you were more thinking about the future where I was just thinking about, December 19th having the baby and so I thought that was cool that that was on your mind that the future was on your mind that you were thinking about you know we were actually having a son where I was just trying not to throw up <laughs> yeah you were kind of preoccupied you had uh, a lot of sickness so you yeah you probably didn't have a lot of time to think about you were just thinking about trying not to throw up and pee yourself yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dear. Yeah, yeah. They're, well, truth. It's it's the truth. So the truth is funny. But yeah, so I thought it was a really wonderful idea because you do love music so much. And um, I actually had no idea. I knew I was going to love Xavier, but I had no idea how much I was going to love Xavier. So it just makes it even cooler that you had the foresight to think to do something like that. Well, and, and like I told Xavier, um, I've told him on the podcast several times, just because music's my thing and it's something that I like, I don't expect you to like it, um, but it's part of something that I love and I wanted to share my love of music with you and then bring everyone else in to help them share their love of music and song. So, uh, you know, you can, even if music's not something that you really are passionate about, you still have this that you can share with each and every person. Yeah. So what I wanted to do today is I wanted to kind of run down the track list for you of all the songs that are on there. And um, then I wanted uh, your mom and me to like give you the reasons why we picked the songs we picked. Okay? Oh, Sorry. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a tough one today, I think. Um, so because you were your mom and dad, mom got to pick one, I got to pick one, and then collectively as your parents, we got to pick one. So we cheated. We got actually got to put three songs <laughs> On the I think CD. Uh, I think we deserved it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. The cool, the cool thing for me about recording today is that, uh, and this is one of those, another one of those serendipitous God things. Um, I I mixed the final CD. I, I mastered it, December fifteenth, two thousand six. Tomorrow is December fifteenth, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> so that's kind of cool for me. Uh, it's like thirteen years worth of stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna have to talk when I can't talk, man. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm just I I'm just in the moment. I uh, love it. So, um, we're gonna share our reasons for why we picked the songs. Uh, I've got some I'm trying to think of. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of notes. I'm sorry. I think when you start getting um, verklempt, think about in the ghetto. <laughs> no, but that's again, that's a it's a part of the. Part of the process. We'll, we'll explain that in a minute. All right. So I, I had a whole bunch of stuff. I'm a sentimentalist. I save things. Um, he does. But when I save things, I'm a hoarder. But when he saves things, he's Because I save them for a reason. There's a reason why I save this stuff. Because I knew I had the foresight I was going to use it someday. All right. So here's the original email. I want to read you the email that I sent out. Again, you may have to chime in here because I don't know if I get through it. Uh, This is the original email that I sent out to family and friends back in uh, 2006. It says, hey, guys, I decided to compile a mix CD for Xavier Jack. Um, Basically, I want everyone to email me one song suggestion. Just think of a song you really like, a band singer that you want him to explore, a song with a great message. Once everyone has sent me their suggestions, I'll put it together. In addition to saving a copy for Xavier for when he's older, and day is today, um... I'll give everyone else a copy. So I hope that you'll want to participate in my project, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. So that was the original email. 
And um, I got tons of really cool responses, and I printed out some of the responses, and I'm going to read some of those in a minute. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> I didn't know you were doing that. Well, I didn't I didn't print out everybody's response. Um because I, I I kept quite a few of them, but I didn't I don't I must have misplaced some or people told me verbally and I didn't have it that way. Um, so it's really what I want you to do is after you look at the CD, I want you to go to those people. It doesn't have to be today, tomorrow, or next week, but at some point go to those people and say, Hey, why did you pick out that song? What yeah. what made you choose this, that, or other thing? And I think that'll start a really cool conversation between you and that other person that's yeah. on the CD. Because it's they really put a lot of thought into yeah. this. And uh, uh, it really shows you, uh, it's tough, sorry. Uh, it really you were very loved. Yes. You were loved before you were born, very that's, much. That's yeah. That's what I was trying to very, get across. Very, very loved. I have some uh, drinks down there, dear. I, Which one of the three would you like? I'm going to go with Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I think I need some caffeine. We switched spots before we started today. All this right. video is not sponsored by Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I don't have any cool, refreshing Mountain Dew today. I should have. <laughs> All right, so here's the email that I sent out to family and friends when I finished the CD. Again, I'll try to get through this without freaking out. And then I'll give you the final track list, and I'll tell you who contributed each song, okay? It says, hey, guys, I just finished mastering the track list for Xavier's Mix CD. I want to thank everyone who contributed. You all put so much time and thought into your submissions. I tried to organize this CD as a journey through life, from birth to maturity. Ugh. So when you're listening, try to imagine someone growing up and experiencing different aspects of life. I intended for this CD to be just one CD, but with so many folks suggesting great songs, I had to expand it to a second disc. I'll hand deliver it to you, or I'll mail it to you in the next couple of weeks. I can't read that last line. And thank you again for participating in this project. I hope he's able to learn more about the music you suggested and form a lifelong bond with each of you. Uh, so that's what went out to everyone. And uh, there's, I'm not going to read it because this is just for, for you. Uh, mm -hmm. But there's mm -hmm. some... <laughs> A there's letter. A, there's yeah. a letter that that Brent wrote that Daddy wrote to you, and it's before dated before you were born, December fifteenth, two thousand six. Tomorrow, uh, you may not. It's I picked the, the dumbest font. It's cursive, and you can hardly read it. So if you can't read it, I'll um, decipher it for you. But that's for you to read at some point. Mm -hmm. We're going to share a lot of stuff with the CD today, but I wanted to keep that for him and for every, the family members that had it. It's for them. Um, but here's the uh, the track list, and here's everyone who picked it out. So the very first song on disc number one, it's one of my favorites, John Lennon. And you know who John Lennon, what band he was in, right? I do, but why don't you tell It's one. It's one of three. Uh, no, the other one. Beatles? The Beatles, like, yes. Like, first try. See, music's not going to be his thing. <laughs> All right, so. Um, when was it your thing? Huh? What age was it your thing? Well, that's oh. that's what I started thinking about. I, I when I was like fifth, sixth grade, that's when I really started to get into it, and then it really ramped up around twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So that's why I thought it was another cool reason to do it when you're turning thirteen. Yeah. And I really I didn't know what age I was going to do this at eighteen, sixteen. But I thought you're going from your childhood years into your teenage years, and I thought this is a nice transitional period. All right, I'll start over. So a disc one. Uh, Beautiful Boy by John Lennon. My dad, uh, Grandpa Henson, picked that one out. Um, my Aunt Dolores, your great Aunt Dolores, she picked out In the Ghetto by Elvis Presley. I, I think that's, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, it transitions really well with the, the theme that I had of the of the disc. Uh, Graham and Gramp, my grandparents, they picked Welcome to My World. I, I picked the uh, Eddie Arnold version. Um, Papa, look, before I just put Grandpa Morris because... That we, was didn't know it was we didn't know it was Papa yet. Uh, he picked You Are My Sunshine <laughs> by Gene Autry. Aunt Jess, which is totally perfect, picked The Rainbow Connection, Kermit the Frog. Um, Uncle Jason picked out, uh, this is a you'll like this song when you hear it. It's a re really cool, it tells a cool story. It's uh, Kenny Rogers, The Greatest. 
That's a really cool song. Um, Uncle Jim, Jim Fisher, you know, um, Jim and Marianne from Michigan, he picked out We're Gonna Be Friends by the White Stripes, which was so cool because uh, Xavier became a huge fan of the, the movie Wonder. And uh, help me. That song is in the movie. Yeah. Closer to I'm your, sorry. Yeah. That song is in the movie. Yeah. So uh, I just think that's that's really kind of cool. Uh, Mimi and Pat picked out, which this is perfect. If you know Mimi, her favorite song, My Girl by The Temptations, Motown. She really wanted a girl. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, grandma, uh, your mom's grandma, she picked Ivory Palaces. And I picked out Valerie Ann uh, Niece. I think that's the version that she wanted me to get. And then um, Nanny... Uh, it's kind of like Papa. Before we, we call her Nanny, it's Grandma Morris. She picked Whitney Houston, "Light Up You Light Up My Life," and um, she. Funny thing about Nanny is, uh, I had to like badger her to get a song. I was like, "Ann, I need a song," and she's she. We always had like this running joke of of the song Norman, <laughs> and she's like. Because we had a cat named Norman, and she would sing. There's some this. song named Norman that she knew, and I I never knew Nobody what she was talking about. Nobody ever knew what the song was, but she'd always sing it, Norman. So I said, Anne, I need a song, and she said, Use Norman. I'm like, No, Anne, I need a song. <laughs> and so, after pestering her uh, continually, uh, she came up with Whitney Houston, "You Light Up My Life," and, and then that was also because I gave her um, a Whitney Houston. Uh, when cassette singles were a thing, there was a Whitney Houston and is it CC Winans? Yeah. Um, cassette single that I'd given her. Was it that song? No, I get, I'm, I'm, I've gone blank at this the name of the song, but I can see the 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 little cardboard cover of it. I just can't. It was about um, about loving her so much. Well, I'm glad you were able to because I. I I knew that uh, the Whitney Houston version, because I think is it Debbie Boone does the original, mm-hmm. um, but she specifically wanted me to do the Whitney Houston yeah, version, so that's I'm glad why. you were able to. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, to end out the first CD, it's um, Uncle Jack and Aunt Carol, Uncle Jason's mom and dad. They picked out Mama Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys <laughs> by Waylon and Willie. And the cool thing about the CD is that there's so many genres of music. There's country there's rock and roll, there's um, Motown. I mean, it just covers the gamut, and that's why I'm so proud of this. Kermit. Yeah, there's Kermit, there's Muppets. <laughs> uh, just, there's so many different aspects of the CD. It's, you're, you're able to get a diverse song set. So I'm, I'm excited for you to hear it. I, think, I am too. I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. All right, so on disc two, this, so back in 2006, we still listened to CDs all the time. So I'll put this on a playlist for you because CD players are becoming obsolete. YouTube was only a year old in 2006. Wow. So when I made this project, uh, the CD in 2006, I never would have guessed that we'd be doing a podcast and a, and a webcast on YouTube. So To reveal it to you. Yeah. So on uh, disc number two, we start up with um, Gammy, my mom. She picked a song called uh, Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin, and... I both love and hate this song, and I'll tell you why I hate it, is because every time Xavier asks me to do something, and I'm like, oh, I'm too tired to do that, I hear Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> and you'll understand when you hear the song, because the song, it, it's about a dad saying, I don't have time right now, and then... The kid doesn't have time at the end of the song. And the dad has nothing but time. Uh, so every time I... I that Cats in the Cradle song, it gets me every time. So I'm, I'm glad she included that. We get to uh, my first song, um, which was done by the band The Drive-By Truckers, which, do you remember who I told you who's in that band? It's all right if you don't. Uh, Jason Isbell started out in The Drive-By Truckers before he Jason went solo. Isbell. Yeah. So uh, he, he did the song Outfits, and I'll go into detail about why I picked that song in a minute. We're just going to look at the track list now. Collectively... We come to uh, mom and dad's pick. Do you want to reveal what that pick was? And I'll here I'll turn. There's your cheat sheet. You're oh, number. I know what it is. Okay. Change by Blind Melon. Yeah. So I we I got to work in Jason Isbell, Blind Melon, and then at number four on disc two, it's your mom's choice, and I got to work in an, an extra favorite band. 
That's right. Pearl Jam present tense. Yeah, I think, um, and we'll talk about this more, but I think this is a perfect choice. It's hard for me to pick out my favorite Pearl Jam song. I'm kind of glad I didn't pick a Pearl Jam song because I would have felt like I slided other ones. Yeah. But I think that was a good one to pick. Um, Mary Ann picked out an awesome song. I'm so glad that she got this song. It's the uh, Ben Harper, Jack Johnson version of My Own Two Hands. <laughs> that song gets me, man. Um, and that's so Marianne, too. Like, that's a yeah, that's just Marianne. I, I love I let you, when you hear these songs, you'll understand. Um, your Aunt Brandy picked out John Mayer, Waiting on the World to Change. <laughs> um, Aunt Pooh sent, um, sent through James Taylor, You've Got a Friend. And I'll, I'll tell you more about that in a minute. From your Uncle Colby, Beck Hot Wax. And I, I've got some emails from some of these folks that will go into detail. Um, Uncle Jody picked out Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. If you know Uncle Jody, like when I think of Uncle Jody, I think of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce. That's what this project is all about. Yeah. Um, when I think of Jody, I think of Bruce. So when you think of Uncle Jody, I want you to think of Born to Run. Uh, Micah was a good, is a good family friend. We were much more close when uh, when you were about to be born. We've not been as close lately. Which but, we need to fix. But uh, I sent this out to family and friends, and he picked out a song called uh, Astrial Weeks by Van Morrison, which I had not heard before, and it's gone on to become one of my, my favorite songs. He has a great email that I want to read you. Uh, I won't be able to get through that. I'll be a bubbling mess by the time I finish that email. And then the very last song on uh, disc number two, I thought it was appropriate. Uncle Germ. Uh, it's very appropriate. Yeah. Uh, Yellow Leadbetter. By Pearl Jam. That's that's how you know it's time to go home. <laughs> so uh, my plan at some point is I, I want to get some notes today so I kind of stay on track and not be a bumbling mess, which is kind of a forethought, afterthought now. Uh I want to put all this stuff together so you'll have it, kind of in a scrapbook form. But I want to have these notes in front of me. So before your mom and I get into our explanations, I don't know how I'm going to make it through those explanations at this point. Uh, I want to read you a couple of the messages that I got from email. This came in Tuesday, December 5th, 2006 from Jim. He said he's going to pick out, we're going to be friends, white stripes. He said uh, he said he has to listen to the stripes, right? I thought about Jack Johnson, his version of We're Going to Be Friends, but I'm pretty sure Marianne will suggest another Jack Johnson song, which she did. Excuse me. Uh, if she doesn't, I'd also suggest My Own Two Hands by Jack Johnson from uh, his sing-alongs. And um, a good message that actually kind of reminds me... I can't... A good message that kind of reminds me of Xavier's papa. Uh, this one is from Marianne. It comes on uh, December 6th of 2008, uh, 2006. Sorry. She said, Brent, what a good idea. I had such a hard time picking out one song with my own two hands by Jack Johnson and Ben Harper. Uh, the one that Jim suggested is a really great one. I also really love Heaven by Live. And my all-time favorite song is Imagine by John Lennon. Mm. I look forward to getting a copy of this CD. That, yeah. So uh, here's one from your uncle, your uncle Colby. Came in on uh, December 5th, 2006. Um, your uncle Colby has a great explanation for the song that he picked. It's, he put a lot of thought into this, and I really appreciate what he did because it's a really great explanation. He picked out Beck, Hot Wax. He said, um, what a hard question to pick out my favorite song. There are so many different songs that come to mind. I think the one that best combines everything I listen to would be something that has uh, a little rap in it, rock, kind of on the indie side, and blues. Have it make no sense at all, and it's fun to listen to. And if you put all those things together, you've got the perfect song, which is Beck Hot Wax. You'll find it on his Odelay album, uh, second track. He said there's no real message there, but that's kind of the point of it. Not all music has to make sense. Mm -hmm. Guess that's what I'd like to share with the X-Man. I was really um, appreciative of how detailed he was in his answer. And I have all these for, um, for you, Xavier. Uh, Aunt Pooh. <laughs> I actually sent this. I, I, I found this yesterday, and I, I texted it to April this morning. 
because I wanted her to have it. This was back when she uh, still had her maiden name. Uh, this is before she was, um, before she her and Uncle Jim. Yeah. So this is uh, Monday, December 11, 2006. It says, um, the one I picked is James Taylor. You've got a friend. James Taylor is one of my all-time favorite artists. The song talks about people being there for each other, no matter what, and how important friendships and relationships are. I hope Xavier would love to know more about James Taylor in the future. It's funny that Aunt Pooh just left the house, and Xavier is like a head taller than her. Yeah, he's he's way <laughs> taller than Aunt Pooh now. Uh, she says, it, "Do you is, want me to read the rest of it?" Yeah, you can finish that. I, I can't wait to hear the CD of everybody's songs. This was a great idea. I'm really excited for you both, and can't wait to see see Xavier. I brought him back a small souvenir from New York. See you real soon. Love you guys. All right. Since I've been talking a lot, I know I won't make it through this. This is a great note that Micah sent. Will you please read this? Because I yeah. know I won't be able to make it through. I want, just, just listen to the reason why he picked this song. The day is fast approaching, Papa. I can only imagine how excited you and Mandy are right now. Both of you are going in, going to, in the mighty words of... Beldar, Coneheads. <laughs> Beldar. Make excellent parental units. I've been thinking about what song I want Xavier to hear, and I keep coming back to one song that fits the criteria. The criteria being a song that is not only pertinent to this occasion, but also could be relevant to every phase that Xavier goes through. A song that can be malleable and personal. At first, I really wanted to pick a Dylan or Lennon song, but I just couldn't pick one song from either one that seemed appropriate for the occasion. Who knows, by the time Xavier reaches junior high or high school, they will probably be teaching Dylan in his English class. You're not, you're not <laughs> teaching Bob Dylan yet, are they? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> I also figured that the Beatles and Lennon will continue to be omnipresent, and I know you'll be spinning Drive-By Truckers and Pearl Jam, amongst other greats. So after all that ranting, that leaves my choice... Astro Ast- Weeks. weeks. Yeah. Right. Continue down the next page. By Van Morrison. It's a song that makes me, it's a song that to me represents the mystic and the beauty of the unknown amongst other things. Maybe Xavier will be curious after listening to the song and want to find out who Huddy Le- Ledbetter is and mm. that will lead him to Woody Guthrie then to Pete Seeger, then to Robert Zimmerman, and so on. That's Bob Dylan, by the way, Robert Zimmerman. (laughs) Or maybe you won't care for it at all. That's what makes children and subsequent generations so exciting. You never can know for sure what they'll latch onto and accept or the paths they will take. That's a great part of what makes life worth living, discovering the unexpected and being surprised. Well, give my best to Mandy, and hopefully I'll be seeing you guys soon. Micah. Yeah, I couldn't have read that. That was a, a well-thought-out response, and uh, he's right. You don't know what, you don't know what future generations are going to latch on to. Uh, as you can see, I get emotional about music. For some reason, I, I'm just tied to it. Um, but you're passionate about other things. Your mom's passionate about certain things, so you never know what people are going to latch on to. Um, but this, what we're showing you here is people took time before you even set foot on this earth to to be a part of your life Mm -hmm. and to show you how loved you are and how uh, blessed you are to have that many people who loved you in your life. So we, we love you and we wanted to share this with you. I'm um, sorry. I knew this was going to be hard as a, 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 just uh, something that you worked on 13 years ago and it's finally coming to where I can sit down and tell you about it. And like I say about a lot of things on this podcast, you may not get it today. You may hear, hear us talking about this stuff, and it's just, you know, it's kind of cool. But you can go back and watch these videos. Like I was watching a video from four years ago of Xavier, and he's, I, don't, I don't know that kid. He's, know. He's, he's totally different than who you are today. And so it's, it's really neat. These YouTube videos and this podcast, it's like a, a, an audio and a visual scrapbook for us. Yes. And so we, while we wanted to share this with everyone, and especially the family members who contributed, this is more like a time capsule for us, I think, which is kind of cool. 
I love it. Um, I love going back and looking at those videos of you, especially the one with you singing Phineas and Ferb Bow Chicka Bow Wow. Yeah, I think that's what Facebook's good for. The memory section is it's like a, a scrapbook for us. Uh, so this is your CD. Uh, I will put it on a playlist so you can have it. Uh, the funny thing about this CD is that our original copy, I lost. <laughs> I um, I don't know what happened to it. We, we actually listened to this we CD on the, the way to the hospital on the morning that you were born. We were listening to it, listened to it all the time all when the time. you were born. And then uh, we, it got lost in the van some way. Uh, so we were uh, actually cleaning out Graham and Graham's house a couple of years ago after Grant passed. And I came across Graham's copy. And so I snatched it. I grabbed it. I put it in the safe. And it'll go back in the safe after today. Um, I just want to make sure that you have it. But I'll, I'll put it on playlist for you. Um, so we don't have my original one that I made. But this is one of the originals that I made for the family. But we listened to They probably wouldn't work anymore. We listened to it so much. Yeah. Oh, another th- thing that I wanted to tell you. And I can't remember. And I know I didn't tell you this before. But I picked out the Jason Isbell song, uh, Drive By Trucker song, Outfit. And um, two days before you were born, I got on MySpace. My, ah! Yeah, MySpace. MySpace. Exactly. exactly. It's kind of like Facebook, but not. Um, so I got on MySpace, and I found Jason Isbell's account. I, like, I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99% it was his real account. It might not have been. Well, he, it probably was because he wasn't really Jason Isbell yet. I, th- I think it was. And I'll tell you why yeah. I think it was. So I uh, sent Jason a message, and I told him about this project, and I told him that I picked his song for you. And he actually emailed me back, messaged me back on MySpace um, right before you were born. And he, and like in his own Jason is boy, that's why I kind of thought it was him. Mm-hmm. He just said, I'm glad this song means something to you and you want to share it with your son. Happy holidays. And it was a really short yeah. response, but it was really, you know, appreciative. So I thought that was kind of cool. So. And the guitar pick. Yeah, we, I know you've talked we, yeah, about we, the guitar pick, but still. Jason is is kind of like uh, intertwined in your life along with Pearl Jam. It's uh yeah. Pearl Jam was your first concert, unofficially your that, first concert. Yes. All right, so um, I'll let you go first. Oh, okay. Um, you can you can do um, what I thought we'd do. Um, we can do our individual songs, and then for our collective song, if you want to give your reason, I give my reason, or whatever, however you want to do it. I, you are so much like better at expressing your feelings than I am. I just Irony. hug people. I just hug people and stuff. But so I think it's funny. I chose present tense um, by Pearl Jam because I, I just Brent drug me to so many Pearl Jam shows and I enjoyed them. Um, I didn't drag you. Our first concert, Jared Wilson got oh, me tickets for my birthday. Jared Wilson got me tickets to Pearl <laughs> Sorry, Jam for my Jared. birthday. And then Mandy went out and bought her own separate ticket to go to Pearl Jam with us. With permission from Brent. You need my permission. I was like, yeah, sure. It's fine by me. I drove. You did? Yeah. And Jared was mad the whole time because he did not want me to be there. But that's okay. We <laughs> yeah. still love you, Jared. Um, so present tense by Pearl Jam. I just always thought, I, I just, Brent is who in, introduced me to music because my mom didn't, we didn't listen to music um, growing up or anything like that. <laughs> my mom always would say, you can listen to the radio in the car when you're old enough to drive. And so I was like, okay, we'll just talk. <laughs> that's that's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. You came out of my body. <laughs> I took um, a turn. Yeah. Um, so I just really like the lyrics of present tense, and it's funny because I've I've always loved God, but I've never I haven't always had a a real relationship with Jesus, and now this song makes so much more sense to me. It is basically talking about, um, like the chorus is you can spend your time alone redigesting past regrets, or you can come to terms and realize you're the only one who can't forgive yourself. It makes so much sense to live in the present tense, and. Um, I just thought that that was, <laughs> that was almost like a good way to live, to not just live in regret and to, you know, always feel guilty about things that you've done in the past when you've made mistakes. And mom used to always tell me to bloom where you're planted, which has become a big part of my life now. Um, and I feel like, I feel like that's kind of kind of what the message is also saying you know to just be happy where you're at in life and to thrive there and um 
but now that I love Jesus and have a very close relationship with Jesus, um, I, I feel like it's also saying, you know, I've spent way too much time not forgiving myself for things that God has already forgiven me for. And, um, that can get really messy. And, um, I think it's important for you to understand that because you have accepted Jesus as your savior, um, that you should always know that there's, there's nothing that you can do that can separate you from his love. There's nothing that you can do that can separate you from my love and your dad's love. And, um, I think that's important for you to remember because, uh, you're going to be 13 and things are just, I mean, not trying to be Debbie Downer, but things are going to get harder and life is going to be difficult at times. And I think it's important to remember that, um, you're going to make mistakes. Like you're going to mess up and that's okay because that's part of life. But the important thing is that we want you to know that we're not going anywhere. Like we've, we've told you this so many times, like, um, we're a team, like the three of us. We've always got your back. We've always got your back, no matter what. Like, um, there's nothing you can do that will separate you from our love. There's nothing that you can do. There's nothing that you can do that can separate you from God's love. And that's even more important. And I think that's, you might come to understand this more. That's why music's so cool is because when you hit those hard times in life and you hear a set of lyrics, mm. they just, they resonate in your body. And you're like, that's what I'm going through. That's how I feel. And um, maybe when, as you enter into your teenage years and older, you'll start to grasp on that. Maybe you won't, but that's kind of how I feel. I don't, mm. is that? Do no, you? absolutely. And like, I'm glad that you, Brent, introduced me to, to Pearl Jam and to Isbel and, truckers and everybody else that I know because you know I wasn't really I didn't I got to listen to KF99 <laughs> you were like a blank palette when I How first KF99 nice yeah it's it's been around a while yeah you were like a blank palette when we started dating because you didn't like you didn't know anything about no. music or pop culture and so it was a lot no. of fun no to... and and you took full advantage of that by <laughs> quoting Seinfeld all the time and I thought that you were I mean, you are funny, but I really thought that you were. <laughs> she thought that hilarious. I came up with that stuff, so I want to thank the Seinfeld writers. Well, for... yeah, and then we'd be in your in your bedroom at your grandparents' house watching Seinfeld at eleven o'clock at night, and they would say something, and I would be like, "You got that from <laughs> from that and like that la 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 belly button thing." Like I forever thought la, that la, you la, came la. up with that. Yeah, no, I didn't um, that. I was like. Well, that's weird that and they're doing that. You know, the funny part is now Xavier does that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why. Oh, yeah. He steals everything. Yeah. Like, he is your clone. Yeah. That's why we call this conversations with myself. Yeah. Jerry is self-discovery. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's uncanny. So this was this was Mandy's song that she picked out, Mom's song. Um, but I wanted to just give a short little reason why I like this song so much. Like I said, if I had to pick up my favorite Pearl Jam song, it'd be impossible. But this is definitely my top five. Um, this song, like your mom said, is a great reminder to let go of the past and live in the present moment. And that sounds so simple, but as you get older, you realize it is the hardest thing to do. Um, the first couple of lines in the song have some great imagery. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just listen to this, listen to these, this line. It says, do you see the way that tree bends? Does it inspire? Leaning out to catch the sun's rays, a lesson to be applied. That means you can be in a dark, cold place, but there's always the light out there, and you've got to reach for that light. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Kind of. It'll make more. It'll make more sense as you get older. It will. That's why I, I'm so excited for you to listen to this. Um, it's about not giving up, and it's about pushing forward. <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it's a way to take those bad situations and grow and turn towards a positive outlook. The song is, I remember the first time I heard it in 1996 when it came out on No Code. And I thought, this is an amazing song. And it is one of my, one of my favorites. So I picked, uh, your mom picked present tense, but that's kind of my, 
my thoughts on it. Yeah, and even that line, um, I think can can be looked at as you know, God is the light, and we need to reach out, reach out to it, and and bend to it. I lo- I love that line too. It's my it's yeah. Are you getting something out of this all encompassing trip? Like you have a purpose. Um this is this one I'm I'm gonna try to get through this You're one. You're not gonna get through this. No. Yeah. Uh so I picked outfit. I still have a hard time. Like I played this song at uh at Jody's birthday and it's hard for me to play it to this day. I, I I don't play it that often anymore because it's it's hard to get through. Um, and at this point, I'd heard Outfit. I'd only heard it for, um, I think I heard it for the first time in 2004, 2005. So it wasn't that old. Um, but the first time I heard it, I thought, this is an awesome song. And it's basically about a father. It's a narrative song. It's like a, it's a storytelling song. It's about a father giving advice to his son. And um, Jason Isbell wrote it. He wrote it when he was in his early 20s. There's no way I could have written a song like this in my early 20s. Um, it's from the point of view of a dad giving life, life advice to his son. He talks about things in the song that are so simple, but they have a much deeper context when you listen to them. So the main course of the song is don't call what you're wearing an outfit. So that means be your own person. Establish your own identity. The cool part is that at 13, you've already done that. Yes. And I love you for that. I love you because you are who you are. Never apologize for that. Um, I love this part. It says, don't worry about losing your accent. Uh, be proud of who you are and where you came from. And the funny part is you have a, a British, British accent. accent. And it, later in the song, it says, don't sing with a fake British accent. When I <laughs> um, and, and this line says, don't tell them you're bigger than Jesus. Have confidence in who you are, but don't let it go to your head. Remember who's first. Um, the father in the song is giving advice to his son, so he'll grow up to be better than him. He'll learn from his mistakes. I do that all the time. I say things to you. I'm like, I'm not saying this to get onto you just to be a butthole. I'm saying this for a reason. So you'll be able to figure out life when I'm not here or um, you'll be better than the way I approach the situation. Um, I read something about the song where a lot of the lines in this song come from directly from, from Jason's dad. The cool part about this song is that in 2014, we saw Jason Isbell perform on Father's Day in uh, Muscle Shoals, no, Florence, Alabama, mm-hmm. and his dad was at the show. And he performed this song with his dad in the audience, which I thought was the coolest thing ever. And we got to be there. And we got to be there. And um, a couple of years ago, Jason played the Ryman, and the Ryman sent out a thing on Twitter that says, do you have any questions for Jason Isbell? And I sent a tweet in, and I said, Jason, now that you're a dad, do you have any updated advice for your daughter, a la Outfit? And he said, no, not really anything new. He said, probably the only thing is don't date. So I thought that was kind of cool because he's got a daughter. Um, I read that he, um, he wrote this when he was in his early twenties and he played it on electric or on acoustic guitar for his dad shortly after he finished it again in his early twenties. I don't know how he wrote a song like this, but, um, I'm forever grateful that he wrote this song. He actually, Jason went on tour one time and it was, uh, the, uh, shut up and play outfit tour because everyone, <laughs> at, everyone requests this song. And the reason why we were going to do this a couple months ago before we saw Jason Isbell is because I wanted to tell you about this song, but he ended up not playing it he when we saw it. it. Yeah, yeah. He, he only brings it out Thanks, on special Jason. occasions. So uh, my song is Outfit. Drive-By Truckers originally did it, but it's a Jason Isbell song. So um, Change is our collective song. Is that yep. right? All right. I'll let you go and give your explanation oh, on Change. I, I don't... I, you go. Let me just chime in. Like Sure. Yeah. Like, I love this song. It's I, I want you to start this, okay. and I'll just chime in. Uh, this is another tough one for me. Uh, I first heard this song. It's by it's a song called "Change" by Blind Melon. I actually uh, attempted to play this song at Henson Hill a couple years ago, and I broke down like a bumbling idiot again. I, I could never. I've never watched the video of that song because I'm kind of embarrassed by it. I just I can't get through this song. Um, 
So I first heard this song when I was 16 or 17. Blind Melon has a song called No Rain. That's what they're popular for. So I was in Columbia House or BMG or something like that, and I, I got this CD, and I put it on. No Rain's the hit. But then I listened to the other songs, and this song stuck out. Um, so much better than No Rain. Like, I like No Rain, but... Shannon Hoon is the lead singer. He passed away uh, back in 95, but he's such a great songwriter. Life, and I've told you this before, life is about change. Some of it you're going to love, and some of it you're going to hate. Yeah. But one constant in life is that there is change, and it it's about how you react to change and how you respond to change. And so in those times when you feel like change is becoming unbearable, this song is a great reminder that you have to refocus your mind and find a way to move forward. Mm. It's so... There's a there's a a great line in the song, and it's when your deepest thoughts are broken, keep on dreaming. Cause when you stop dreaming, it's time to die. So always have those positive thoughts moving forward. There's a great message about life in that song. Um sadly, as I told you, uh Shannon passed away in ninety-five, and um he has a line from the song on his headstone. Uh, in the cemetery, and the line is, uh, I know we can't all stay here forever, so I want to write my words on the face of today. We're not promised tomorrow, so you got to live your life every single day to its fullest. I love that line. I love this song. Um, I'm so thankful for this song, and that's I'm collectively, I'm glad that we made the rule that we could pick another song because I wanted a Blind Melon song in here, so that's kind of my reason for that one. Do you have anything to add? Ditto. <laughs> I think you covered everything. I, 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 change has not always been easy for me. Um, so this song kind of highlighted why it's important and necessary. Yeah. And um, I don't. I didn't want it, you know Xavier to have issues with it because it. Yeah. Change happens. <laughs> And I think the older you get, the more you're aware of it. Sure. So those are the reasons why we picked our songs. Um, again, I encourage you to look at the, the CD and go back and ask people on there to give you some more of the reasons why they picked those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think, because I remember being 12. If my parents would have sat me down and did something like this, I would have been like, okay, Awesome. I'm ready to go back and watch my shows now. I I get that. And I don't have a, a thought that, you know, this this is more right now. This is more for us. But I think in years to come, you will get a lot out of this. At least I hope you will. And you'll go back and you'll, you'll fully understand how much you are and continue to be loved mm. um, just by listening to the songs on this, on this CD. Uh, so I hope this is kind of an early birthday present. You will turn 13 on Thursday. Mm. Um, Hurts my heart. It's crazy to think. But I'm learning to adapt to change. So Man. Uh, I can't wrap my head around the fact that 13 years ago I sat down and I put this together. Um, and I didn't know how this day was going to play out. I'm so thankful that we were able to do it this way because I didn't know how. I, I didn't want to just say, hey, Xavier, here, I did this, and and then that moment get lost. So I'm glad that we were able to sit down as a family and talk about it and explain why we went the way we want went, and then we can go back and revisit it at, uh, at later times. And you can show this to your kids. You can show this to your wife. You, can, you know, it, it's kind of cool. Um, so thanks for letting us, me more than Mandy, which is kind of a switch, uh, get really choked up it just it's a culmination of something that i put a lot of heart and soul into yeah you did and um and it's beautiful i love it every year i i kind of i post uh put something on facebook about it and i'm like i can't wait until i can give this to him and i want to give it to you when you can kind of i don't want to give it to you when you're it. when you're five or six you, you're a kid you know but as you're getting older going to your teenage years you can appreciate a little bit more so yeah. And maybe it will help you have a appreciation for music. So uh, this is what we're calling our season one, season finale. I think it's, thank you for allowing us to do this. Thank you for being part of it. Yeah. Um, 
I think this will be one of my just my favorite episodes because we were it's it's capping off something that that started a long time ago. So um, thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for indulging your mom and dad to be mushy and kind of showing our sensitive side. It's not a good look for me sometimes. <laughs> I think it is. So uh, we are going to um, take some time off for the end of the year. We're pro- you know, what we'll probably do is we'll record some episodes um, during the month of December, so we'll have them in the can ready to go for early January, and we'll come back strong with some more episodes. So this will be season one's season finale. We'll come back with season two next year. Do you have any topics you want us to cover next year? I, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, of all the things, like, after I watch your videos that I want people to know. <laughs> like, I got all the Halloween costumes right, except for one. That was tough. <laughs> yeah. Which one did you not get right? What did I forget? It was like a recent one. Was it Mario? No, it was. Uh, it was Ron. I, no, who was, was it, before Ron? Was it the uh, the Lego one? Yes. Yeah. Kai. Kai. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that was, and that was hard. Yeah, that was. You've been weird stuff. Oh yeah. And then when you didn't remember that you were a vampire, I told you you funny. were a vampire yeah. one year because we were all vampires, and we Nanny were. made capes, capes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, if you have any suggestions or you want to, uh, sit in, the, the door is always available for you to be part of the pod. Do you like being a podcaster now? Um, after I watch it, I'll let you know. The funny, <laughs> the funny part is, is like, I had to tell this story because I was talking to Matt and Kristen at, uh, band rehearsal the other night, talking about Southern accents. And uh, I was like, yeah, you should have heard Mandy in 1998. <laughs> like that is a Southern accent. I got to find some tapes of the old Burnt Toe show when Mandy was talking because that wasn't just a Southern accent. That was South Fulton Southern. <laughs> I mean, that was some, that was some. What's that mean, dear? I mean, that was some, some back country talking. What that means. Well, I am from Tennessee. South Fulton. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with South Fulton, you Henson boys. Say anything. All right. So uh, thanks for indulging us. Thanks for being a part of the, the podcast. Thank you guys for supporting uh, the podcast and downloading it and subscribing it and writing reviews and giving us uh, stars and all that kind of stuff. It's fun. It's, it's uh, like I said before, it's uh, kind of a time capsule for us, but yes. we get to share our lives with you guys. So thanks for um, tuning in and happy early birthday to Xavier and to Mandy, who celebrates birthday number boo yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> next Saturday. And happy today. birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. So this is uh, episode number 10, the season finale of season one, Conversations with Myself. A journey of self-discovery. We'll see you guys in season two. Bye. See, see Smash you that other- like button. <laughs> Goodbye. See you on the other side, guys.